This is a Career Channel program from UC San Diego Extension. Visit us at www.uctv.tv careers for videos, employment news, and trend articles to help recent college graduates and grads in career transition bridge to better employment. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to the UC San Diego Extension Continuing Education and Career Showcase. Uh, my name is Brandon Chavez. I'm a marketing manager here at Extension. Um, now, tonight's workshop is the growing demand for case managers in healthcare, and the speaker is B.J. Munderlow. Uh, B.J. Munderlow is the director of utilization and case management at Graybill Medical Group, a 50-physician group in Escondido, California. Uh, she's been with the group for 21 years. Her background as a clinical nurse specialist has allowed her to develop programs to address the needs of seniors and design disease management programs to serve all the patients with HMO coverage. Now, BJ has been an advisory board member and instructor in Extension's case management certificate program since the fall quarter 1998, so she's been with us quite a while. Uh, please join me in welcoming BJ Munderlow. Well, good evening. I have some exciting things to talk to you about. Uh, case management is, of course, a career that is an excellent opportunity for you. I hope to be able to share with you some of those opportunities that are out there. I have to tell you, it is the best job I've ever had. And I've been a nurse for 40 years. And believe me, it is the most exciting career because what you can do is you have an impact that's beyond the walls of a hospital, beyond the walls of a skilled nursing facility, beyond the walls of a physician's office. It is very exciting and I really hope to give you some ideas about what this is all about. So let's define what case management is. First of all, you're an advocator. This is something that's very important because you're advocating for the patient and you're also advocating for the um, health plan, for the doctor's office, for whoever pays the bill. You're also an assessor and our most, if most of you are RNs, Assessment as an RN is a different process than it is for a case manager. A case manager assesses everything, not just the medical side, not just where the patient lives. It's everything. So psychological, spiritual, sociocultural, physiological, and spiritual. All those things a case manager can evaluate. You're a collaborator, which is a very exciting part of what I do, because as a collaborator, you learn so much on a daily basis. When I first started doing this, I had no idea about physical therapy. And what I found out was with physical therapy and occupational therapy and all the different things that go on with the, the touch of patient, the amount of information you learn with medications, with different diagnoses, is very exciting. So you collaborate with a lot of people in the industry. You're also an educator, and as an educator, you truly get a chance to sit with a patient and talk to them. Now, I've been a hospital nurse. I know, especially now, you don't have much time to do anything. You're literally in there, you're out of there, and the patient's gone. As a case manager, you get to sit with the patient and explain to them exactly what's going on. You're also a facilitator. You also have an opportunity to make sure the patient gets to the right resource. One of the things that I talk about is know what the patient needs, how do they get it, and who pays for it. And that's very important in a case management position. So it's very nice to be able to do uh, all the things that you can do for the patient and make sure they get the right resource. 
You're also a mediator. And any of you that are working with patients right now, there's a lot of mediation that goes on because patients are not happy right now. They don't understand what their health plan is talking about. They have no idea what's going on. They don't know why they have to leave the hospital now when they really like being there. They don't like going to a skilled nursing facility because the reputation is not that great. So you're a facilitator and you're also a mediator between everybody, including the health plans. Because if you work in an environment where the health plan tells you what you're going to do, then ultimately you have to work with the health plan and the patient to get the right result that you're looking for. You're also a negotiator, and um, one of the things about being a case manager that's very fun is you get to kind of work through things. You get to negotiate sometimes pricing. You get to negotiate with the families to say, well, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to do this if you'll do that. And that's very exciting because you don't get to do that at the hospital bedside. Um, you're also a problem solver. Boy, are you a problem solver. You have to figure out why things aren't working. And you have a plan that you take on, and you try to see at the end of that plan if it works at all. And that's a big thing in the industry right now, which is outcomes. And outcomes are very, very important in, in the industry with case management. So let's talk about a definition of a case manager. What is a case manager? Well, according to many different documents, to synopsize what the program is all about is you really are, a, it's a collaborative process that assesses plans, implements, coordinates, monitors, and evaluates the options and services required to meet an individual's health need using communication and available resources to promote quality and cost effectiveness. In this world of healthcare right now, you have to be able to understand how to negotiate all the aspects of the healthcare system because everybody is looking for the best quality, the best cost effectiveness. And that's very difficult. It's very challenging when you're not sure exactly initially who's paying for what. But this is exactly what we do. We coordinate, we, we uh, plan, we implement, and it's very exciting because if you're trying to help a person get through the healthcare industry, to be able to present a plan to them and let them know what the expected outcome is, is very exciting. It really allows for a lot more dialogue than unfortunately we don't get to do as nurses at the bedside. Um, now let's talk about models. Um, in the courses that we teach, we always talk about what's out there because that's what you're really here for. You're wondering, okay, well, what's really out there? Well, there are acute care models. There are a lot of different models out there that you could um, sign up for and be trained in. There are acute care models. Um, there's also community-based models. I've had several students in my classes go out into the industry and do things for what gives them passion. I had one nurse one time that went out and worked with mammography and worked with underserved population and developed a whole plan and a whole program to make sure these people were screened and then appropriately put into different venues so that they could get care. I've had um, mental health cases where we've had to work on mental health problems, trying to get them plugged into different environments where they're safe, where they actually get treatment. The, um, the, geriat the geriatric care model is my favorite because I'm a clinical nurse specialist in gerontology. And I love the seniors. I love them because they really need help. And I don't know if you've ever been involved in a uh, presentation in uh, a restaurant where they talk about the health plan. It's very interesting because people don't understand what they're getting at all. They don't know. So a community-based geriatric care model actually can lead into an entrepreneurial type model. There are now case managers that have their own companies that actually do uh, go out into the industry and go to senior centers and say, you know, I'm, my name is B.J. Munderlow and I'm a case manager and I would love to help you. Uh, let's talk to your family and see what we can do to get you uh, plugged into services. 
Independent entrepreneurial, again, is very exciting. I work with several gals that are doing their own um, programs uh, throughout the San Diego County. They're actually getting into what I call placement specialists. So we can give a name, we give a business card to one of our patients, and they can contact this person. They go into the home, and they sit there with it, and they figure out how to do things. And that's something I don't have the opportunity to do because I'm always in the office. But it's gold to find people like that, those kind of resources. There's provider-based model, which is what I'm working in right now. I work in a medical group, and what I do is I handle anything a patient has to deal with that has an HMO insurance. Now, HMO insurance is, again, um, basically they have a bad name for them because a lot of times it sounds like they're not getting the services they're supposed to get or what they feel they need. So it's my job that I have to explain to them exactly what they're getting, why they're getting it, and why they can't have something they don't need. And that's driven by the doctors. The doctor will make an order. It's also, it's also something that comes from the health plan. If the health plan says, I'm sorry, you're not covered for this particular service, that's the health plan. So I have to explain that. I have to make sure they understand exactly what's going on with their health plan. Um, Provider-based models. We also handle the new Medicare Pioneer programs, which is a new program that Medicare has instituted. Several uh, sites throughout the country have accepted Medicare patients in what is known as accountability care organizations. And what we do is we help Medicare patients who really don't know what they're doing but go to 25 different doctors. So we have to coordinate that, make sure their medications are balanced out, make sure that they are seen for the doc by the doctor, they get a yearly exam. That's part of a community-based or provider-based program. And then there's hospital-based. There's a lot of jobs out there for hospital case managers. Um, they need case managers in the hospital because the hospitals are losing a ton of money. And it's the reason is because they can't get the patient out of there. It's difficult to get them out because there's a mentality that a Medicare patient can stay there, and they can't because the hospitals are getting less money than they ever did. So now the issue is to get them out of the hospital and onto the next level of care without them showing up again in 30 days. So a case manager is incredibly in instrumental in that to make sure that there is a plan in place so the family understands and they're placed in a proper home or a proper board and care, and, and particularly the patient and their loved ones really just need to know what's happening. Um, then there's skilled nursing facilities. There's a great deal of need for case managers in skilled nursing facility. If you're an LVN, it's a perfect position for you because an LVN in a skilled nursing facility can manage all of the issues that are going on related with a patient in that environment. So it's very important that we get case managers into that environment. Another area is home health. Home health needs case managers because to send a nurse out to the home and just have them see the patient and then leave doesn't always work because once they've gone, the patient doesn't know what's happening. So a home health agency can call back a week or two or a month later and ask, how's it going, Mrs. Jones? Are you getting what you need? Is everything working well? Then they communicate back with the physician and they can tell the physician, you know, Mrs. Jones has kind of slipped back a little bit. Maybe we need to go back out there and do a little bit more physical therapy. So it's a great conduit for communication. It helps the primaries know exactly what's going on with their patients. So let's just talk again about what, what is really a qualification for a case manager. Now what I've given you here is a basic qualification. Number one, to become a certified case manager, you need to be an RN or a medical social worker, and you can be a physical therapist to be a certified case manager. That is really where you're going. You need to become certified because that's where the jobs are, that's the qualifications, that's where the money is, is to become certified. Now to become certified, you can actually work for a case manager that is certified for 18 months, 
or you can work two years and then have somebody sign it off that says that you are doing all the things that I pointed out earlier about collaboration, planning, uh, all that. You can work for somebody. You can work for somebody that can uh, verify that you're actually doing that. You really need a minimum of an associate degree in nursing. Really, a minimum is all you can get. Um, and I really encourage. I think a bachelor's degree is a lot more productive. And the reason I say that is because in a bachelor's degree program, they teach you a little bit more about critical thinking. Critical thinking is really important in this industry because I've noticed the case managers I've hired over the past, what I find is that they don't have that critical thinking ability. They really flounder. They really struggle and try to be able to um, understand and, and coordinate through multiplicity of different environments. Um, a master's degree is, is a nice thing if you can get a master's degree in nursing. Uh, sometimes you can get a bachelor's degree in one career and get a master's degree in nursing. It just depends, again, on how you present yourself. What, what do you have to offer to the employer? When you walk into that interview, you have to present not only your body of knowledge of what you know, but you also have to present that you have some credentials that says you can do this kind of career. Um, and a certified case manager is really a plus in this industry. It will get you, in some cases, it will get you another $10 an hour, which I think is worth doing. Um, all of my employees are being told that they need to go and get a CCM because, for one thing, I need the credential for them to prove to the health plans that we do know what we're doing. And uh, for secondly, it's, just, it's, it's a great career move. Um, two years as a role of a case manager. Now, that's not always black and white. A two-year window just tells an employer that you've had the experience of coordination of care, that you understand how to plan. It's not mandatory, and I've hired several nurses. That I've, the One of my recent nurses has only been um, out of the hospital for two years, so she's really green, but she's very sharp very very sharp and she knows and she learns quickly she's got great computer skills which are absolutely mandatory you have to have great computer skills but I've also hired nurses that are 10 12 years that really were diff really struggling because they weren't familiar with how to coordinate care how to pull all the pieces together to make sure that they provided the right plan and the right coverage for the patient um, two years clinical experience, um, I've talked to several people in, in, uh, downstairs and there's lots of you that come out of clinical settings that are very good. If you come out of CCU or ICU or ER or other places where you actually have a lot of good clinical experience, that really is helpful because your body of knowledge is huge. So when you walk into a job and you talk about what you do, you're going to tell them, I was a critical care nurse for 10 years, or I was a CCU nurse, or I worked on med surge, or I worked on a cancer floor. Whatever your background is, is what you want to promote, because that's what gets you the jobs. And then a knowledge of managed care and healthcare reform. If you're going into this kind of world, you need to start looking at what is in the managed care world. There's lots of articles online. Um, the new healthcare uh, plan that's coming out, the Obamacare, is very important that you understand what that is. What does it do? How does it help your patient? Uh, the people are moving around insurances very quickly, and it's very important that we all understand what they're doing. So without further ado, um, there's a little bit of an area that I just want to touch on briefly. It's called disease management. Now, disease management literally is what it says, taking a disease and managing all the components of that disease. So when you look on the list that I have up there, there's asthma and COPD, there's diabetes, CAD, CHF, that's uh, cardio, dis cardiac diseases and, and um, congestive heart failure. Complex case management is really a wonderful, broad-based process where you take the worst of the worst 
and help them weed through what's going on because a lot of these patients are seeing multiple specialists. A lot of them have no clue what their disease process is. And you can be incredibly instrumental. So those of you that come out of high-intensity environments could be perfect for something like this for disease management. And of course, there's other specifics. There's cancer and there's breast. Again, breast uh, patients that need care on how to get through that quandary. Uh, neurological diseases. Oh my gosh, there's so much opportunity from MS patients and ALS patients, people with any kind of neurological uh, or disorder that's causing them to decline. A good case manager is going to make that decline with the best opportunity for equipment, for care, for access to care. It is amazing what you can do. Uh, OBGYN. There's no reason why, if you have a heart for OBGYN, that you couldn't be involved in an organization, a group, a doctor office, where because sometimes these doctors really have a hard time getting these patients in for care. And if they need gynecological services, it's really hard sometimes to get these women to make sure they get to the services because they're afraid. They're absolutely afraid. Um, and pediatrics, if you love kids, I was a pediatric nurse for about three years, and I loved kids, but they scared me. They're little, and they go fast, bad, and they get fast good. So it was the fast bad that used to bother me a lot. And I used to walk the floors at night carrying babies all night long in my sleep because they worried me. But I've met some pediatric nurses that would knock your socks off who absolutely get it and understand how to treat the parents of this little munchkin. And I think that's really, really important. So if you have a heart for that, it's a perfect career for you. Transplants, another whole world that's amazing. Transplant is such a convoluted mess because the health plan has to pay for certain things, the medical groups have to pay for certain things, the patients are frustrated and upset, they drop on and off of these lists because they either don't pass the MELD score or there's something that, that happens. Um, liver transplants are hard to find. A case manager in that world is like gold because you really get what's going on with that patient. And then post-discharge management. This is actually a new area that is coming from the Medicare ACO group because Medicare expects us to have a plan in place and then follow that plan. Medicare patients right now go out of the hospital and they go where? Wherever. But now, because they're a Medicare ACO, we literally have to find out where they're going and make sure they got there. And we also have to reconcile their medications, which should have been done years and years and years ago. But now we actually have a formal process to do that. So it's a really, really exciting career. And I would love to have any questions from you. Do you have any questions or um, are you thinking about this career? Is there anybody that has any thoughts or does it sound interesting? Yeah? Well, lots of nod heads. Yes, can I help you? What do you do for, for those uh, programs? What do I do in the program after case management? Well, it depends on when your case begins and when it ends. Sometimes it ends six months down the road. Sometimes we're following patients for a year. Sometimes it's only a month. Sometimes it's a week. It just depends on what the case is. So physicians will give you these cases or your employer will give you these cases and they'll say, this is the issue and you need to resolve it. So sometimes that care plan goes on quite a while. Quite a while. So um, I've followed cases. I have several of my patients that I've followed for a year and two years, especially cancer patients, because I watch them making sure they get to their services. And what happens to cancer patients is they get into a point where they're so ill that they don't remember to even ha ask for help. So I have the resources that I can, I can grasp onto and send them out um, for these different resources. It's, it's really a valuable thing for, for cancer. Yes? 
Well, your question is well-founded. She's asking the question again of what do you do if you don't have the experience? How do you get a job without the experience in an outpatient setting, in a doctor's office? In, um, and just because you're a critical care nurse does not mean you make a good case manager. It's that critical thinking that's really important. And when you go in and you apply for the job, your resume should definitely ex reflect what you've done. Now, you can't throw in a lot of personal things because it's not anything that anybody can verify. But when, I, when people interview in my office, I want to know exactly what they've done. What have you done? What do you know? What do you understand? And if you can tell me that you have had experience, is it only outpatient surgery that you've had? Well, I mean, I've, over, I've been in nurse for a long time. Okay. So, I mean, I've done a I did do, you know, years ago in the, in the 80s, I did utilization management, and that, okay. that, was, and that brings on another question, but I felt like when I worked for Met, I worked for MetLife, I felt like I was more a MetLife's advocate than I was a patient advocate, and there was conflict. Yes, and I understand that, which is why I like doing what I'm doing, because my, my job is, is the patient-focused which is what you really want to get into because um, I don't really want to advocate for a health plan. I want to advocate for the patient. And when I teach the courses here, I talk about how the patient is the center of all things. And the rest of it just falls in line. If you have a good plan, if you understand what you're doing, if you, if you have the patient interest in, in your heart, it falls into place. So don't be afraid to apply for positions because never be afraid to interview because it tells you what people are looking for and you just build on that you build on what okay the last person wanted this so the next time I interview I'm going to include that in my interview and it, it works because I've hired many very green nurses very green I've hired I actually have one nurse that's um, that actually was a physician in the Philippines and had to interview so I'm thinking well this is a physician I'm gonna to have to teach them what case management is because they've got this medical model and I have to teach them what case management is so that's again if I can teach somebody to do that any good employer is going to be able to make to guide you along and mentor you along the other thing I like about this that, that I didn't mention those of you that are nurses know that nurses are very hard on one another case managers aren't because you need a colleague you need somebody that knows something you don't know. So the collaboration that comes with being a case manager is very, very exciting. You learn so many things of how to do things and how not to do things. It's really very, very exciting. So don't be afraid to apply for positions. Definitely don't go for that. Anybody else? Any other questions? Do you think, do you see the career field expanding now in light of the Affordable Care Act? Do, you do I think the career field is going to expand? Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, because once the um, Cover California starts registering people in October, there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people that are going to have health plans in San Diego County. And right now, the only health plans that I'm aware of that are going to be in San Diego County, um, there's a couple of PPO plans, and then there's a couple of HMO plans that I'm aware of. Um, and I think that they're already, I know um, the group that I'm close connected to is hiring case managers because they know this is going to happen, plus the Medicare ACOs. So it's definitely a career out there. Case manager openings are occurring in all different environments. They're occurring in medical groups. They're occurring in, uh, in IPA groups, which is Independent Physician Association. They're doing that. Um, the health plans are hiring case managers. It's, it's all over the place. It's very, uh, the, the organization I work with right now is actually hiring like crazy. Mm -hmm. Not my medical group, but the organization that I work with. Yeah. You had a question back there? Absolutely. You know where your first job should be is in a senior center. That's where you should go. Because finding jobs in the industry when you're not a clinical person is not easy. But there are, I've had many students in my class that have been administrators that want to know what the case manager breed is all about. 
so they can manage case managers. Um, they also want to know uh, what's out there as far as uh, a marketing perspective. You don't have to be a nurse to open a company to be of case managers. You don't have to be that. It's nice that you have the background because you really do have to understand what the case manager is. And it's a different breed. They're very independent, which is nice. Um, they're very assertive. They don't take no for an answer very well. Um, it's kind of a challenge, so you have to kind of work in that, in that in industry. I don't think I'd be doing what I was doing if I was a, a yes person. I think I would uh, be doing something entirely different. Good questions. Anybody else? Anybody else have any other questions? A foreign medical background, does that help? Absolutely. Absolutely. My one nurse is from the Philippines. Yeah, I'm MD from China for 15 years. Okay. So do you have an RN? No. Okay, I suggest, I suggest you get your RN. I suggest you test for it because medical people from other countries that come to this country to work and try to be case managers, you have a different perspective. You have to learn a lot about what the industry is offering here as opposed to the country you come from. But it's not impossible. Uh, I've, I've got nurses that came from, this, uh, from the Caribbean. I have nurses that came down there, which is a very different healthcare system. Um, again, I have a nurse from the Philippines. Uh, we work in this uh, in my office. Lots of Spanish-speaking people that have come from Mexico. So it's really it's actually a blessing to have somebody with a different cultural background because there are more Chinese, Filipino, um, Vietnamese uh, clients that are coming to us that are in this country that need health care. So it's actually a, a good thing to have behind you. But I really suggest you become an RN. I really suggest that. Yes. Okay, it's a good question. How would how would I recommend that you transition from the bedside nurse to the case manager. My suggestion to you is, are you, if you're in a hospital right now, become very good friends with the case manager. Become very good friends with them because you can tail them and you can find out. Many nurses in the environment that come through our classes here at UCSD have been in the hospital at the bedside and that's exactly what I tell them to do. Go buddy up with a case manager. Go meet with the director of case management. Find out what they do. Present yourself with the opportunities that you have already, how you already know how to do much. You may not have the resources in your back pocket, but that can be learned. Resources can be, but as, an, as a nurse in a hospital situation, usually you have to put a lot of different thought into a lot of different things. So it doesn't mean that you're not going to be able to do this. It just means you have to understand the role and see how it works in real life. Um, my, my organization is very different than working in the hospital. I have a case manager for me that works in the hospital for me. And it's very different up there as opposed to what we do in the office. But it's a very interesting career, and moving patients out of a hospital is becoming critical. So if you have the knowledge, the, back, the knowledge, medical knowledge, to understand when they should go, and you can be part of that process, you're, it's gold. It's absolutely wonderful. And you will be, you will be appreciated for that knowledge. You just have to get along with the doctors. And that's, that's a challenge. That's a challenge to get along with the doctors. And you're all smiling, yes. <laughs> I love my doctors. Another question? Yes. What do you do? Right. Do I run into places where the resources are exhausted and there's nobody left to help the patient every day? What do you do? I get creative. I get very creative. 
And you'd be amazed at what you can put together with a couple of case managers and saying, okay, here's what we got. What do we do? We have resources. We can get the medications that are for free. We have uh, companies throughout San Diego County that we can call up and say, go into this home and see if you can figure it out. Because I can't be there in the, ho- in, the, in the house. But they figure it out, and they call me back, and they let me know what's going on. And uh, like I say, a good case manager... Your, your file cabinet is what I call it, is one of the most important things you have because these are resources that you've explored. You can also find out which ones are the good resources and which ones are not so good. So that eliminates those not so good and lets you focus on the ones that are absolutely what they say they're going to be because there's a lot of vendors out there right now that just promote and want to sell you all sorts of things and that's my job is to make sure that whatever vendors touch these patients that I'm responsible for and you would be responsible for are exactly who they say say they are but there's lots of resources out there you may exhaust one but somebody else in the room may have another one especially in the hospital environment there's lots of resources there so good questions anybody else that it okay well thank you all very much for coming really appreciated you being here and your questions and hopefully you'll sign up for the case management class okay thank you you're welcome